Hello. Hello. We are beyond excited to welcome you to our first ever episode of the Accidental Activist podcast. We're going to be getting into the nitty gritty nuances of the topics that interest us most, so listen along. And you can join in the conversation with us over on our Instagram at Accidental Activist Pod. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's unpack mental health stigma. So the first thing to say with this topic is, um, and with any topics that, that align with talking about mental health and well-being or mental illness, is that mental health and mental illness are not the same thing. And that is a stigma that lies within, a stigma anyway, <laughs> of what we're discussing. Is I think that's the first stigma. And, and just very important to say when entering this conversation today. Yeah, absolutely. There needs to be a, di- a differentiation there because everyone has mental health, but not everyone has mental illness. Mm-hmm. And some people won't have mental illness, but they'll have mental illness symptoms. Some people have mental illness and they'll never get diagnosed because our healthcare system is in a shambles. And um, <laughs> and uh, we're laughing, but it's horrible. And uh, some people will uh, have a mental illness diagnosis and then that can also go away because sometimes they do go away with treatment and they're not always lifelong. So I think they're just like the basics to cover that actually not many people know. Yeah, definitely. Because I think I think it gets a little bit confusing for a lot of people. So I don't I don't know about you, but when I went through secondary school or primary school or sixth form or whatever, the differ like the difference was never actually laid out for me, you know? Oh no, me neither. And that yeah. that's so important to say, isn't it? Like the actual lack of education. I didn't don't even think we had a mental health talk at school. Like, like what? No. Did you? <laughs> I mean, oh, I don't, I don't know if it was necessarily like that focused, I guess. But there, there was there was like a, a little bit where I was like, look after your mental health. And everyone was like, yeah, OK, cool. <laughs> OK. Thank you. How? <laughs> Great. I'm really glad that I'm more knowledgeable now. Thank you, school. <laughs> but it's honestly so bad. And I think that's where a lot of miseducation obviously comes from because there has been no education. So people then actually turn out to be more stigmatizing and say things that are more stigmatizing because they haven't had that sort of laid out to them. Like we have like physical health, you know, we all, well, even that's a massive problem as well as set said and all of that, but we did have some form of it, most people, but, but even then didn't even cover really any of the bases either. And it was only for straight people, but um, it, yeah, it's not even included in, in, yeah. So I think that's where a lot of it, it comes from and, and people then using like terminology around mental health and mental illness and mental illness symptoms is then used very incorrectly absolutely and I think there's so much so so much stigmatized language like stigmatizing language around mental illness that is not helpful but people just don't know and it's stuff that even I have only come to learn about within the past couple of years and it's language that is has been so ingrained into my vocabulary um and we just need much more education on it i think you know probably we've all said psycho and crazy and delusional a lot mm. during our lifetimes is just sort of casual words like, to use. like 
passing by like in a sentence you don't even double like you know you don't even do it another think do you it's just so normal but actually those words hold a lot of power and a lot of stigmatization towards people who maybe live with a, a certain mental illness or live with mental uh, some mental illness symptoms or have experienced that before in the past or present or in the future as well because anyone can become mentally ill that's the other thing it's it doesn't have a um it, it doesn't just have a certain group it affects a lot of people will experience um a mental health difficulty or um actually uh, an episode of something so it's like this does actually affect everyone someone you know will there will be someone in your life who has either got a mental illness or has had experience with something around it before um so it's about I think trying to denormalize the use of certain language and terminology when having these conversations most definitely and I think we've got a long way to go I mean you sort of oh a situation over on Twitter this week didn't you <laughs> yes two situations um the first one was this this young girl posted a, a, I feel like people listening will know what TikTok is. And if you don't, you probably should just go on it ironically and then you'll get addicted to it like I did. And it's actually quite an integral part of my day now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But this young girl, um, or person, sorry, I don't don't know their gender identity. Um, uh, They showed that um, and spoke about how they hadn't brushed their teeth in a month and they finally did. And everyone was like applauding them, be like, oh my God, yes, I'm so proud of you for doing that. And then someone screenshotted it on, t- on, on, on I was gonna say titter. On the titter? <laughs> on titter? I was gonna say titter. <laughs> on Twitter. And um, it was a young football Twitter account. Who else would it have been? Let's be real. Um, and maybe I should establish that I am at war with football Twitter, but that's maybe not something that needs to be covered right now. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all at war with football Twitter? Aren't we all? It's football Aren't Twitter versus humanity, really. It really is. No, but it really is. Anyway, um, <laughs> and yeah, um, so this person then said um, people on TikTok are so weird. And underneath was all these horrible replies about this person saying that, they it was so gross they hadn't brushed their teeth for like so long and that it was it was just like um oh my god like you can be mentally unwell and still brush your teeth and we think it was this really just ignorance of people not knowing that a very common mental health symptom symptom even if you don't have a diagnosed mental illness but a lot of people with diagnosed mental illness will understand this as well if you have an episode or experience in something um that uh, your lack of personal hygiene can just go out the window. And this is a prevalent, valid symptom that a lot of us face, even if you're just having a bad day. Like, India, I'm sure you've had a bad day and you've just not brushed your hair. Or no, literally. gotten out of bed. All the time. All the time. Mm. It's like, I don't suffer with any mental illnesses, but, you know, on the days where I feel really low... I, you know, I won't, I won't shower or I'll be like, no, but my hair can wait, you know, (laughs) like everything Mm. seems like such a struggle. So then to have that intensified, it's like, well, it's hardly surprising. Literally, speaking as someone who, who has literally just got out of a depressive episode, I think at the start of this week, um, 
I feel better now that I've showered and gotten out of bed. But in the moment, and speaking in past experience, when I've literally been to the point of being suicidal, the last thing on my mind, like, like literally one of the things that didn't even occur to me in that moment was whether I was clean or not, because I was so focused on ending my life. And that's a lot of people's experiences as well, is that they, your mind is so obsessed on, on one thought or, or many other thoughts at once, but nothing about actually caring for yourself, because that just goes out the window, doesn't it? Like, um, for some people though, it might be that they can focus on those small things and that's what keeps them going. But it's just about understanding that none of us want to be dirty, or we don't want to be not clean. I mean, some uh, a point to add to that as well, obviously there's nuance to all of this, is um, that some people have trauma, which means they want to be dirty because of their trauma and they don't want it to happen to them again. It's very prevalent with sexual assault is um, people want to keep themselves being, air quotes, gross because they don't want it to be, happen. And that's completely a, a valid trauma response as well. Um, but it, yeah, it just frustrates me. I think talking to someone with mental illness, but I'm very glad to obviously, and also you are my best friend, but glad that you also understand as someone who doesn't live with mental illness that that it, it's okay if your hygiene wavers. Literally, sometimes you just have to focus on staying alive and you know what, that's okay. Please just, you know, you, you do what you have to do to get through the day. Mm-hmm. Literally, and if that just means staying in bed or changing your top or something and like you can't make it to the bathroom unless to go to the toilet and even some people just can't do that and it's like if you haven't lived that experience try and inform yourself on what it is but also you don't have a right to comment on it because it's not your lived experience so um yeah it was just frustrating to see that this whole range of young people actually don't know much and I hope people have learned from that there was so many people on on Twitter being like hey this is actually a mental health symptom and uh sorry even I'm doing it a mental illness symptom not a mental health symptom that's how that's how drilled it is into our heads isn't it that even me someone who's educated on this stuff is uh still fucked up too getting it confused (laughs) (laughs) okay so I know I'm leading this conversation of this episode quite a bit, but in other other topics, I promise India will be piping up more. (laughs) I don't want it to feel like it's like, you're like, "Mm, yes, I agree. (laughs) I agree. Welcome to the Phoebe Amazon podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, So another situation that happened on Twitter was involving an author, a mental health author called Matt Haig, who many dub as a mental health activist, a mental health advocate. Um, and I think when you think of Matt Haig, or if you know anything about him, you think of mental health because he does a lot of work around it um, and has written two books. And just to say, as a young teenager, one of his books was really valuable to me in my mental health journey. And I, um, it, it did make me want to stay so I'm not going to discredit that that happened because that's my valid experience but we can learn about people and actually what they're doing and not doing so um with this this situation um Matt Haig had opened up on Twitter about some abuse he may have done this on other social medias as well I don't know I don't follow him um he opened up about some abuse and threats he's been receiving um, one of them being from a man that he described as being psychotic and Matt 
himself said that was really scary for him of this psychotic man and all of this was in response and I might be a little biased here because it, it was in response to my friend but India you're not you don't know this person who's my friend so I think you'll agree it's not a very biased response it was wrong what happened no absolutely um, and, when, and when you described the situation to me initially I was like wait he did what yeah like it wasn't and you don't know I'm not going to name my friend because they haven't given permission for that so I'm, I don't really want to but um yeah you were like what <laughs> um so yeah um and and this was in response to a to my friend who has schizophrenia and has experienced psychosis frequently throughout their life and still does and um and this person then said to Matt hey actually uh that's really stigmatizing and you can't say that and I literally have a psychosis and he used that term and phrasing very inappropriately and very it was very stigmatizing and um that just shows how again drilled into it 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 is into all of us drilled into all of us what am I saying drilled into it's how drilled it is into all of us there we go that was really hard <laughs> we got there um, eventually we got there eventually we always do um and just shows that even someone who many dub as a mental health activist or advocate actually um and I wouldn't fully blame it on the individual I think in that situation he fucked up a lot um and the way he responded to it but um that's just my personal view um and yeah, I think it it just shows how we have a long way to go. <laughs> no, absolutely, because it's like if someone who kind of is a mental health advocate can't even get it right. I mean, it's no surprise that the rest of us are getting it wrong, you know. So yeah. um, I think it just it really highlights the issue, a wider issue that there needs to be more education and that we all, I think we all deserve to learn more, to be honest, because we, you know, I think a, a lot of people just don't understand certain things and mm. don't understand when people's mental illness makes them do things that they're a bit like, oh, oh, I don't know about that. I don't like that. Because I think, you know, some, some people's mental illness makes them act in a certain way that can be, you know, uh, I don't know what word to use here, but like pro probably like strange because they're like, oh, why are they doing that? They're not usually like that. What's what's going on mm -hmm. here? That's really like odd, but they don't they don't know. Um, actually, what's what's at play? Yeah, and, exactly. Because it's not always visible. I mean, in some cases, some mental illness symptoms are visible, but in a lot of cases, no. You can't look at me and know I have bipolar. No, exactly. Like, you can't. So it. <laughs> it's difficult because then you understand why this 16 year old boy on twitter was taking the piss out of someone who had brushed their teeth for a month due to mental illness symptoms so it's um yeah it just shows actually how big the problem is and i think just how conscious we all need to be of, of the words we use and the terminology we use and 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 actually how even i need to educate myself and like, i could talk to you a lot about bipolar but i couldn't talk to you a lot about ocd like I need to go and educate myself on, st on stuff that, that is so common in, in our world. So many people have these different illnesses or disorders and, and um, we, as people, can make their lives a little bit easier if we just educate ourselves a bit more. A hundred percent. And also just while you've mentioned OCD, can I please, please remind everyone, stop saying, oh, I'm so OCD. OCD is not an, it's not an adjective, okay? 
stop it's using not. it in that context it's it's offensive and just being clean doesn't mean you're OCD okay thank you <laughs> thank you India for saying that like honestly we could go through every mental I mean there's so many mental illnesses as well that's another thing to say um but you're right oh it's like when people oh, I'm gonna say it because it's part of the conversation is when people say they're manic I'm so manic when they're literally not manic and they're not experiencing mania and do not have a diagnosis and I'm not saying because there are a lot of people because of how inaccessible the services are to get a diagnosis there are a lot of people who do have mental illnesses out there who are not being diagnosed so um in some cases that's completely fine but you know when someone isn't and they're just using the word like no mania has nearly killed me before yes literally mm-hmm. just just be just just be cautious just be careful and if if someone says oh you shouldn't use that word and you're it's okay to be like oh like why like you know and learn oh and yeah of course okay, cool and now I know let me let me do better next I mean if that's not to say like you're you instantly need to get better and you know if you say that word again that's it for you it's over no because a lot a lot of this language is really ingrained into into our everyday language but just try okay so I think the final point in this conversation is just to sort of reiterate points we've made previously but um be very conscious of your language um because again mental illnesses um, are not always very visible and you don't know you could be talking to someone and actually completely stigmatizing their illness that they're living with uh, or a symptom they're living with and to actually then go and educate yourself if you do fuck up because we all fuck up and that's fine it's okay um but to actually go go and learn about maybe something you said or something that someone else has said and then they've been criticized for it go and learn where that's a problem but don't go and directly ask people who live with something because that could be really upsetting for them read the room sometimes people let's unpack the importance of representation for queer youth okay so i'm really excited to kind of talk about this because <laughs> our our lord and savior jojo siwa miss jojo siwa has come oh. out as I mean she hasn't defined what she's come out as so I think and she doesn't need to no absolutely like, so she, kind of she just, doesn't ever need to yeah if we just sort of use the term queer as like an umbrella term just so then we cover it all um so Jojo Siwa came out as queer I think was that last week late last week um, um yes I think it was last yeah, week it was like Sunday perhaps but it was just so exciting because she is obviously super super popular with young children um and I think a lot of young children are missing that representation queer representation mm. it's you know only now is it sort of starting to creep into tv shows but usually they are for young adults late teens and and an interesting point with that is that tv shows and tv characters aren't real people no literally like so yeah we've had like sex education haven't we and like there's been characters and stuff like ugly betty like in in the the late noughties and stuff but it's like personally i have not had that like icon that uh when i was growing up and closeted and not not out that I had to look up to, who was an actual person who was my age. 
who was super duper famous so it's really really good it's and it, it's, it's just so cool as well because I think as well the space really lacks women queer women I think mm. um there's I think gay white men have been normalized to an extent mm. um but there's a huge there's this huge sort of gap of trans rep um lesbian rep and all of that stuff that's just that's been missing for so long and I think it's so important for children to be able to see that so that they don't grow up thinking that they're not normal and that the things that they're thinking are stupid and that because I think so many kids as well they just grow up so scared because they're like oh no like uh, why <laughs> why do I feel this what is this mm. um and, and in, in that questioning like it's like I've had that like like doubts in myself as a teenager I was like oh god I may not I'm not I'm not that will make them feel a little bit more connected and I think that is just so beautiful absolutely and I just I saw this really nice tiktok of I think I know the one you're talking oh about oh my god do you know of the I did it made you cry yeah, yeah yeah she was just like she was just talking about how she has two mums and how hopefully now people will start to kind of see like her having two mums is just normal and I was just like oh it's just so pure and someone was talking about how it's so often said that you know oh we um if, if you put a gay character in something or there's like a gay child star or whatever it's going to be bad because they're going to start thinking about sex and I'm like no that's not where kids minds automatically go <laughs> like this old view isn't it that comes a lot from like people who are not LGBTQ plus and not in that community who uh there's a lot of religious like aspects that go into it who have not like understand understand that it's not sexualization (laughs) no literally and I mean besides that logic is really flawed anyway because lord knows how many like straight relationships we have all witnessed in children's stuff and and besides even even when you're younger you you know if you're a girl and you make a a male friend all the adults go oh is that your boyfriend like what <laughs> like don't mm. tell me that someone saying that they're gay on children's tv or, or whatever is gonna turn you into some sort of sexual deviant from the age of seven like it's not a, no <laughs> no it's not it's, it's not how it it even works how did it make you feel when when she came out I cried I was just like oh look and she came out with such joy she was Mm -hmm. so happy and I was like oh this is so good because I think so many of the the queer coming out stories that we hear are they're quite upsetting a lot of the time because they'll you know it will be some sort of rift so it was it was just so nice to see this girl be so happy and it was just like she had this weight lifted off of her and she was just proud of who she was and I was like I I'm so happy that kids are getting to see this that Mm. there's this I don't know even if perhaps they're they're coming out perhaps might be rough there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that queer joy does exist and it's it's not always bad no exactly and that and that um if it is bad it can get easier 
I think I know it's such a cliche to say but it's true isn't it like it's not gonna always be hard and it, it, it's it's nice it's it's nice that she's been so welcomed and like I saw like Nickelodeon like like we're like we're so happy for you or like they said something it was like look at this massive children's television platform saying that like that's incredible I would never have had that when I was young it's it's just so important that we get this representation and I think also for a lot of kids it will just sort of it'll help them realize who they are as well and it might even make that sort of questioning process slightly shorter for them as well because mm. I think it can be really prolonged for a lot of people because they don't they don't know and they don't understand because they don't get to see it unless it's fictionalized or in a character which can be comforting oh my god the amount of queer like comfort I found in in in, in seeing the same characters in tv shows and everything but it's not always the bn b b and b be all end all be all and end all Maybe I should just stop using phrases. Maybe I should just stop that because I don't say them correctly. <laughs> um, have you seen It's a Sin yet? No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh my God. I've only watched because because you can watch it all at once. But I'm like, no, I'm going to give myself a treat. And I've muted the word on Twitter. So I don't get any spoilers because it's five episodes. And I was like, I want, you know, we're in a lockdown. I'm so sad at the moment my mental illness has been hard my life circumstances have been hard I shouldn't have to justify why I'm giving myself five weeks to watch this but anyway um just from episode one oh my god oh my god the education that people are going to get from this show the representation and like again just how it, it's so important and it's actually all the actors in it it's a gay cast is that then that word lgbt Oh, I love that. Oh, it was like when Pose came out and I, I think it's like the biggest cast of trans women in like history or something. And I was like, oh, that's incredible. Like, finally. <laughs> um, it's amazing. Although I think I've, I've been seeing a couple of things on uh, social media and people have been saying once you've watched It's a Sin, make sure you are aware of up-to-date knowledge of HIV and AIDS. I don't know what that is about because I've actually not seen the show but if people are saying it make sure you know <laughs> well it's it, the show is based in the 80s so obviously a lot of what was said in the 80s is just not even factual people I see also someone tweet and they they take three pills a day uh, because they are HIV positive it cannot be passed to anybody um, when they take this medication and that they're, they're going to live a happy life happy and long life yeah that's so important after you watch it to to go and educate yourself there are a lot of people talking about it at the moment so it's not going to be hard to find um but yeah it's just a, oh it's just it's lovely to see this in 2021 so far like there is still so much like we still have so with we're not there yet at all with lgbt um so uh, people seem to think that because gay marriage got passed, oh, everything's fine. There's no oppression towards the LGBTQ plus community. It's all good. Mm. The, this is this is not the case. I, I was about to go into all the different tropes as well. But honestly, I say we save that for another day because we will be here all day if we start to go into <laughs> <laughs> And we will. And I think that's important to say, if you're listening and you have any ideas, we've um, just give us a message on Instagram at Accidental Activist Pod, because we, we want to hear. Like if you have something you want to contribute or we'll probably like in, in, in create like a listeners like 
saying won't we that we can like contribute to the to the podcast episode um but we're not there yet but <laughs> um we're just happy for yeah for people if it, like if you want to say your thoughts on what we've spoken about um please do because and ideas for like oh you guys covered this a little bit okay we'll make a whole episode on it next time thank you <laughs> let's unpack allyship and money so I was kind of interested to talk about this because I think it's very much it's one of those topics that perhaps doesn't necessarily have a right answer I don't know I think I know where I stand on it personally but I think it's one of those things that can get a bit it's a bit of a gray area I suppose um so I've kind of been thinking about when people kind of call themselves an ally to whatever community it is um but then they perhaps do a brand deal or start working with a brand that doesn't have those same values so say if you are I don't know you talk you talk about working class issues a lot and then you start doing like a pay partnership with Amazon is that still allyship because I mean I I just laughed at that but I mean you know I I would I would say no but then someone might say oh but I've come from a working class background and now I'm getting this amazing opportunity to work with this brand and I'm getting money that I could never dreamed of having before Mm, and that for some people Amazon is very accessible to them because of how because of the pricing yeah so that in itself is an interesting conversation I feel like we should do an episode all about like Amazon and like the really big retailers I think that'd be really cool um <laughs> taking them down <laughs> taking them down um well with, with, before we recorded I was like oh I'm, I was like I think my brain's a bit muddled today but it is, it is just to confirm um but, but I was like oh I don't really know what do you mean by allyship and money and we, we had a brief conversation didn't we but it's something I don't know I haven't really thought a lot about so this is this is going to be interesting I think for me to to more hear your thoughts I think yeah definitely and I think also because it's like just because maybe I wouldn't do something doesn't mean that I would even necessarily complain about someone else doing so I don't know if I know that they've come from a marginalized community then I'm kind of of the opinion of like well I don't know I guess get your bag like I don't Mm. know even if deep down I'm kind of like oh I don't really understand why they've taken that that kind of goes against their values a little bit I'd also be thinking oh well I don't want to mess with a black person and their money you know because Mm. that's their money and I don't like it's not my place really to comment on that but I mean personally for me what I've started doing now is when I get approached by whether it's a a brand or or a campaign or whatever it is if you know I'm kind of I'm like oh that like sounds interesting I now send back an email regardless of what it is um unless I know them really really well and say like okay this sounds great and I'm interested but I need you to lay out this for me I need you to lay out who is involved do you frequently work with black POC queer disabled etc marginalized people do you frequently work with them um and all of this stuff because I'm like I feel like I need to be doing the work as well even when it comes to 
my money I guess and like my livelihood because like at the end of the day I know that I could you know just just because I don't agree with Amazon if it came to it I would have to you know and I had to go and work in like their packing warehouse or something that's not a privilege for me to do that but it would be a privilege if they came to me and said will you advertise this on your Instagram right so it's like I know Mm -hmm. that's an opportunity that I could turn down so I feel like I have a responsibility to probe and be like (laughs) do your values align with mine or even if previously they didn't are you currently making an effort to make sure they do Mm. that I think well just to say that's that's a very I mean if I was in your shoes like because you do get some brand deals approach you don't you quite often and um I would want to I, I, I don't do that I don't really do brand stuff so I would want to do the same I think it's very important to say to anyone who who does do a lot of like brand partnerships is make sure that that company or organization or whatever is completely ethical as much as they can be in their capacity and inclusive and diverse because you've no it's so hard when you get like approaches isn't it on and people do it in dms and stuff don't they I think we've both experienced that simultaneously sometimes yeah no definitely and I've sort of I've turned down stuff before because I'm like oh that feels like slightly questionable like I don't know mm-hmm. that there's things where I was a bit like oh I'm like not a hundred percent sure on this and the thing is though is that as well, uh, I mean even if you take out the allyship element of it anyway if you do something that's really you know bad people are not going to be happy with you anyway and you probably don't really want to have to face that so you know I suppose there's it's it's just something you have to really think about but do you see what I mean mm-hmm. when I say it's sort of such a yeah it's like you know but then again I suppose each each individual's sorry sorry that was what were you saying I was just gonna say I suppose if you just go on a holiday to Dubai I wouldn't I wouldn't advise for that don't don't take the influencer holiday to Dubai whatever you do that is not a gray area that's a solid no <laughs> that's a no yes they're um I think we'd all kill for a holiday right now wouldn't we <laughs> um but if you're in a yeah. pandemic and you get an influencer offer to go to Dubai, we're not taking it, okay? <laughs> no, it's a bad, bad idea. <laughs> um, I think, like you said, just bring back to the point you made of um, sort of each circumstance, obviously individual to the person. It's not completely, um, yeah, shared experience. But it, but it's interesting because it, then people will say that if it is like someone's being paid for a certain something. It, does that then mean that they're performative with that allyship? I suppose it. I suppose it depends because it's like I've seen people talking about a brand that they really like, but then the brand has done something bad. So they've kind of they've said, "I still really like this brand, and I've been working with this brand for however long, but I'm now working with them in a separate capacity as well to improve on this situation." Because mm. even with brands, I still believe in redemption to an extent to an extent there's mm. you know there's stuff where I'm like mm, oh yeah probably probably can't and shouldn't come back from that but you know I think I think there is some stuff where I'm like okay this was a this is a slip up and it's it's a bad one but I think this can be improved and there there can be sort of 
reparations involved here so i don't i don't know it's just it's it's just hard because i think if you sort of if you can commit to working with that brand in in that capacity to improve then i i suppose so and um but it's it's difficult and then, then there's also the element of when that brand is going through perhaps a redemption are they working with you as part of their redemption just because they want to save face or are they working with oh, you because they're genuinely committed that's a very interesting point and it's finding this oh it's so hard isn't it <laughs> to like seek out if someone's being genuine or not or is it just part of like to better their image I guess in a sense especially because it's obviously not just one person that's behind it there's you know there's multiple boardroom meetings with all these different people and you'll probably only get to speak to one or two of those people throughout your time working with them so who who would know right um Mm -hmm. I suppose it's it's tricky and I think in my opinion I would probably unless unless it was very obviously bad (laughs) and very obviously toxic I don't think I would ever kind of say anything about someone else's brand deal really um no unless it was quite blatant unless it is the Dubai trip in a pandemic then no yeah of course (laughs) we 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 had to consider it and we won't go into mass detail about the brand or anything but as as the the co-founders of TSUS, we had a brand approach us didn't we a very very big brand and we turned it down because of where their past actions and morals align with our own as an organization they don't fit and uh it would have been an amazing opportunity for like coverage but like and we had to really think of we like didn't we it was a team decision yeah literally we all discussed it and we were like okay what are the pros and cons of this but at the end of the day we were like we can't put our because ultimately at the end of the day you have to think this is your name and your work that you'd be putting next to this brand and is that is that something that you really want to do as a person or as an organization yeah exactly because at the end of the day I don't know it's like do you do you want to regret something then also it's like maybe some people do need the money so it's like I don't know maybe yeah and it's like it comes back down to that individual circumstance oh it's interesting it's I think there's so much there's so many directions we could go with this and perhaps there's something we'll cover in in the future you made me think about a lot about like for some people that's how they make their money and they've come from maybe that in a marginalized community or they've come from difficult conditions in life and now it's like oh well now they have like really wonderful opportunities and they're able to like live a quality of life better than they were before so it's like who are we to judge yeah no exactly and um oh that's why it's tricky. like my brain honestly when I think about this subject it just goes in like a million and one different directions but it's an interesting one I'd like to think if any listeners have any opinions on it please do share them with us I want to talk to someone that's like worked with a brand that's had like a really big scandal because I wonder what they think and I wonder if it's something that they regret regret yeah oh my god were you gonna say regret as well I was gonna say regret oh my god look at us 
Damn, you can tell this is why we do a podcast together. <laughs> we're just we're just so in sync. We're so in sync. <laughs> no, but we actually are, and it's really creepy sometimes. <laughs> is that creepy? That's <laughs> <Just get> creepy. <laughs> it's true. Do you have any more thoughts on this topic? I have many thoughts, but honestly, they're not even ones that my brain can process properly and then put into words. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually me every day about everything. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I'm like, what? Something else has happened that I need to have a thought about? Okay, what's that thought? Oh, I don't know how to express this in, in words anymore. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's how it goes. Um, yeah, it's it, I, I think the allyship and money sort of conversation, you can then bring in like performativism and like activism and so many different like classes and comes into it and so many different aspects so maybe they're aspects we should explore a bit more in the future too. yeah definitely and if you if you have an opinion on this you can um what 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 is it that we said at the beginning that was like actually sounded really professional you can join in the conversation with us over on our <laughs> instagram <laughs> at accidental activist pod yeah, oh, sorry, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't even plug the at. I just said you didn't even plug the at. This is why. This is why there's two of us. This is why there's two of us because it's usually you that forgets and I'm the reminder. Oh, literally. Okay, thank you so much for listening. And if you have any input on any of the topics or anything we've discussed, or want to give your opinion, you can over on our Instagram at Accidental Activist Pod. You can also keep up with myself and Phoebes over on our social medias. You can find me under at India Isabel. That's spelt India, I-N-D-I-A-Y-S-A-B-E-L. And you can follow me at Fat Phoebes, which is spelt Fat and Phoebes. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to spell my name too? Okay. P-H-E-E-B-S. No. <laughs> fat as in fat <laughs> fat as in fat you know <laughs> fat. not with a ph so that could have been a good direction to go in but we'll discuss that another time <laughs> <laughs> right we'll see you guys next monday <laughs>